Okay, welcome to Running Matters, episode two. Judge, thanks very much for coming in. God, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited and, and a little nervous. And I've got a uh, guest co-host, Paul Hadfield. Hattie, thanks for coming in. No worries. Always good to be in your garage, Matty. Thanks, mate. Um, I was just trying to make it sound professional, but you've given that away now. <laughs> um, any excuse to uh, have a few beers and catch up, boys? This is good, informal uh, running chat. So, Judge, being the guest, you considered the uh, the godfather of Norg, but before we get into that, how... Well, I, uh, I won't go godfather as the god actual godfather is here. In amongst us, wearing a very lovely vest. All right, well, well this is good. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the bottom of it shortly. Tell us, um, running-wise, how, how long have you been in the, the endurance sort of running circle? Oh, look, I'd have to say that ever since uh, meeting guys like Paul Hadfield and Peter Hamilton, there's always been around. It's been been there, but I haven't done it until I had a... Had a little introduction and a last-minute spot going into an Oxfam team to carry their then-girlfriends across the line. And that would have been 2012, perhaps. Before uh, we go on, did they get across the line, Judge? Well, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an early failure. Disappointing. <laughs> can, can I clarify something? Were they in a different team? Did they, they, did they put you in, the, in with the girlfriends in a different team? Yes. <laughs> I babysat three girls to about 90 kilometres. Lovely girls. <laughs> Awful runners. You did a good job. <laughs> you set up to fail there. That's... That's, uh, that's that's no friendship pack there. That's especially, anyway, especially pulling out of a, an event, a hundred kilometer event at ninety kilometers, because I had to go to a wedding. So is that what ended up happening? You Absolutely. did ninety of a hundred because yep. you had to actually go to a wedding. Pulled the plug and went to a wedding. How long did the ninety take you in there? <laughs> a long time. <laughs> Twenty-two hours. I was out there grueling, talking to women. So help me. Help me. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and apologise. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Our, our w- w- women listener rate went from one to zero in, in pod, by podcast too. Good, good start. Um, so you've gone from doing no running events to entering 100k. Is that? That's correct. I think my first running event was Oxfam in 2014, where I was uh, jumped into a team with. Um, a guy called Trent Ottawa, and and his brother and one of his mates, and um, it was the year, the super year, I think, of Oxfam. There was a few heavy hitting teams out there, um, all fishing around the eleven or twelve hour mark, and um, we came in in our, my first ever running event in a healthy sixteen hours, Superb. coming sixth Superb. sixth over the line. So it was a, a good start. Mm. That's pretty cool. And you've entered since then. So what races have you done since then? So I've jumped into six-foot track a couple of times. And um, I'm now this year going into my fourth UTA or North Face 50. And 
Unfortunately for you, there'd be two more six-foot tracks <laughs> on the list if you actually this is true. This did, is true. <laughs> did, did make the uh, the entry list. Is that right? Yeah. Look, look. I, I want to. I would love to see it go back to fastest finger first for the entries because yeah. I got a pretty fast finger. <laughs> but um, well renowned for his fast fingers. <laughs> but yeah, since it's gone to the lottery, I've um, I've missed out two years consecutively now. Are you feeling confident going into next year's lottery? Hundred percent. I think I don't think I could fail. Yeah. Don't, don't think I could miss. Yeah. The rumour is true that your uh, brief relationship with the race director's daughter has impacted on your race entry for the last two years. Yeah. Well, it's left a bad taste in one of our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Uh, want to apologise for all the sexual innuendo. It wasn't like episode one. Uh, moving right along. Judgy boy, tell us about Norg. That's we we've got you here. We've got Hattie here. How you you can you're the guest here. You tell us how did Norg come about, or did you guys both bring Norg together? Enlighten us. All right. So the the way I see, I, I've been thinking about this quite a lot this morning because I, I think it, it it grew legs out of a soccer team. This is where I, I see the first initial Norg came from. Paul Hadfield putting a call out to say, what are you blokes doing on Friday night? We're all going for a run. So the whole, pretty much the whole soccer team. Some very, very unfit humans. <laughs> yeah. Before we go any further, we were trying to get them some aerobic fitness so we could have a decent game of soccer. These people were just, just awful. So before we move on, do you want to explain what NORG actually stands for? Yeah, I'd say it's um, night, the Night Owl Running Group. It makes sense. That's it. it sense. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, how how long has Norg been travelling for? Jeez, it's been it's been quite some time. I would say six or seven years, probably. Yeah, I, I think we're hitting not. hitting close to that. And the membership has been pretty exclusive. Is that a uh, a specific thing that you've you've aimed for? Well, I think it's just been a um, a good bunch of guys getting together and it's a good a good release from your week to uh to get out there and um uh work 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 hard and um and have a good chat with your mates so if people were there that weren't your mates you're probably not going to have a good as as good of a time it's true it's true that's a that's a good point the you're not answering the question. You said, <laughs> <laughs> you said, uh, with the membership, uh, how do you work out who who uh, who gets in? And so, the question well, we, is, yes, if, we're we're quite exclusive. <laughs> very, uh, very specific rules. Yeah. Can you enlighten us on a few of the, uh, the the rules? Well, effectively, you just got to be a good bloke and not an asshole. Mm. Start it starts with that, and um, you. And do we have a, we, we, we have a measure? We have a measure on uh, your good bloke status. It's a, it's it's a one to ten measurement, and also on your running ability, your one to ten measurement. And so, so you've got to garner how many points? So yeah, you have to be a solid fifteen, um, and that can come from you can be a top bloke gaining yourself ten points, and a rubbish runner giving you giving yourself five, and you still get over the line. And you can be a gun runner, but you still got to get your five points. Over the line on how good of a bloke you are. <laughs> Which is several people have failed to maintain over the years. 
we do have it. We do have a T-shirt with a Norg insignia on the front, which is a uh, flying running shoe. A lot of people comment on that singlet when uh, I'm a proud Norg member, you know, and flash flash the singlet around as appropriate. A lot of people comment on the uh, on the on the singlet and the logo. Tell us how the how the logo came about. Look, um, I don't want to don't want to go into too much copyright here, but um, I was just bored one day and wanted a new shirt, so I found that one online and uh, printed it on a, on a shirt or a couple of shirts. I think we had four, five or six shirts made up, and um, one one evening, one Norg evening. Uh, we all, we all pulled up into the Loftus car park and I handed the shirts out and that was the institution of a, probably solidified the, the group, hmm. I'd say, in, into the general population. Okay, so you plagiarised the logo, just completely. Basically, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good. Okay, I like it, it's good. It sounds like a very Steve Jobs story, just bored at night, just come up with a logo. Sorry, Essex. <laughs> <laughs> They were going to be the naming sponsors too. We've lost them. We've lost the sponsor. Are we, are we actively aiming for sponsors with this podcast? Just Stone and Wood, and that's the first mention for this episode, and I'm guaranteed to get two others. What's your obligation for the, uh, the podcast? Uh, I wouldn't say there's any obligation. Uh, just no, how many times do you have to mention the words yeah. Stone and Wood? Well, that's two. Down. I aim for three, um, <laughs> but in, in, until I have a, have a sit down with the uh, executive, I'm just going to aim for three each episode. I think we're, going, we're traveling pretty well. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, so, Judge, so we're, what are we, four years nogging now? It seems... It seems to be gaining momentum. Would you guys would you guys agree with the momentum? There's oh. um, you know there's uh, there's more interest in people wanting to join, but at the same time, uh, that the opportunity to join isn't really there. <laughs> it's uh, you, you know the opportunity to get your name thrown around at the AGM. It's the sweet basil uh, Chinese uh, Thai, Thai sweet yeah. basil let's Thai. Not, let's not start a race war here. <laughs> yeah. Sweet basil Thai. <laughs> yeah, look, look, it, look. I think it is a it is a bit of a uh, a hard group to get into, but so so are all good groups. <laughs> um, but once you're in, the the options are endless. <laughs> There's just so much depth within the group. <laughs> Do you know, have you, have you done a count? Do we know how many members there are? I think we're on a solid nine or 11. <laughs> One of those. I had, I had 11 t-shirts printed out last time and 11 shirts have gone out. Really? Yeah. All active members? Yes. <laughs> no, we've, I think um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we've got some members coming in, in and out of the group. Uh, Jet. Uh, my brother-in-law Jezza, he's uh, he's uh, getting himself back into it after a couple of years hiatus, and um, yeah, we, that's eleven strong. So I, I I would expect over the next couple of years we might we may grow that, but it, it will be yeah. Have you have you got a, an annual quota that you're aiming for? Yeah, it's about point three. I've got a feeling that uh, 2018 is going to be a very active recruiting year for Norg. We've, we've got our sights set on one particular runner, and um, 
Yeah, we've got a little bit of money in the coffers, and I think we can start to put some transfer fees on the table. I was going to ask about transfer fees, and we won't say any names, but you know, obviously, we want to get him over from Mars. <laughs> if you're listening, rookie, <laughs> make us an offer. Well, we should be speaking to his manager, Al. <laughs> <laughs> we, may to, we, may, we may have to double team them. In the so, way. <laughs> so we haven't touched on uh, what happened. So Thursday night is the regular sort of run night, and I'll, I'll let yeah, you take so over. There are some there are some um, stipulations that each each night each week a person puts their hand up to to stage the run. So they will um, message out to the group uh, a starting location or car park somewhere. And um, the details of the run will be kept secret even during the course of the run. So nobody knows exactly where they're going to be going. Is that because they're generally making it up on the way? Yes. Yeah. But um, we, do, we do need to stick to a, a, a quoted eight kilometre um, distance. And you can go a little bit over or a little bit under depending on how much vert or... It's frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the number. Yeah. And um, and that person will also bring bring a, a cold beverage for everyone to enjoy after, and we'll sit down and um, and uh, complete the chats that we we haven't done it on on the road or in the trails. That's that's a big draw card, really, isn't it? The socialising at the end, <laughs> yeah, the beverage exactly. at the end, and and just a chat. And I think that's what everyone looks forward to each week. Exactly. I think the. Uh, that we seem to be spending more time post run than we do <laughs> during run, and um, yeah, there's there's all sorts of little little things have come come in. We've got chips and snacks, and it's like a real smorgasbord picnic at the end of these events. <laughs> let's uh, let's look ahead. We're we're entering 2019, and we've got 12 Norg members. Eleven. Eleven. So far. Yeah. We. We're not actually sure. We will have twelve rookie. Yeah. Uh, where where do you see where's Nog in five years? Do you, just just an annual increase of one per per, per year, or what? Do, what do you see? Yeah, I'd see. I I, I would see that sort of a number increase because we do meet a lot of nice people along the way, and um, and some people do stick up, stick around, tag in, and and like yeah, good people, so. There have been calls that uh, Norg is uh, an exclusive men's club. Do you think there's room for some female Norgettes? I'm taking the fifth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a profiling question. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know how to answer this. <laughs> should stop talking. Until... Okay, so let's talk about beer. So I love this topic. Yes. Let's work to our strengths. So... We always critique a, a beer, and we on the stone and wood scale. There's my quota. <laughs> on the stone and wood scale, we uh, give it a star rating. So today's beer is the Little Creatures Rogers beer. So we're sipping these away, which reminds me we should get a little photo before we finish up. Uh, guys, what do you think of the Rogers? Are you are you a fruity? beer drinker are you offended by this judge um i am slightly offended by the whole 
fruitiness that beers come with. I've always been a <laughs> been, been a, uh, a staunch um, no lemon or lime in a Corona bottle from the early days. You can be honest with us. You know, you're a guest. Just tell yeah. us what you really. Yeah, this is this is this is how we roll. <laughs> beer, beer should taste like beer, not fruit. But does does the Roger taste like beer? Is the question. Yes, it does. Mm. Yes, it does. It does have a uh, a light citrusy tang, but <laughs> stop reading. The, <laughs> stop reading the label, you wanker. <laughs> it's just a fully fla- full flavored ale at you know one percent. So, what's what's 1%. your what's, what's your go to beer, Judge? Um, the go to beer for for me historically is um, Tui's New out of a can. I know it's a little bit boganish. It says a lot about you, <laughs> but it, it does taste like beer. Yeah. It doesn't try too hard. It just gives, it just keeps on giving. Cool. No, that's fine, Hattie. That's <laughs> just fine. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> moving right. It's on. not for being a can. <laughs> Hattie, what do you think of the uh, Rogers beer? Because we've got to give it some sort of rating scale before we move on. Oh, look, I, I think it's probably the uh, the fullest body mid strength beer I've ever tasted. Quite yep. seriously. Yep. Uh, and then I could probably pretend that it was a full strength beer and continue to be a runner and drink a mid strength beer, uh, and no one would know. You raise a valuable topic there. How many beers can we get away with before, say, a longish run? So if we go out, if we've got a longish training run, say, on a Sunday, we're doing 20Ks, um, how many beers... I like to drink mid-strength so I can get away with a couple. We know, mate. Yeah. And uh, what what's what's the quota, Judge? How many can you get away with before a long run? So... I, I am the um, Clydesdale of the group, so I do have a little bit of, a bit of leeway there. I can still get hold of a few beers and still be the slowest bloke out there on the track. Get, so get away with is such a, uh, a relative term, isn't it? it? It just depends on how much I want to be cursing as we're climbing a hill somewhere and sweating bullets of um, of beer. So I'd, I'll, I'll put it at a steady eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven full strength beers. <laughs> yes, yes. I wouldn't even be able to find my way home if I had eleven. <laughs> so uh, this, this is this may be spread over a reasonable Saturday afternoon after maybe possibly mowing the lawn. You've and, always been an early starter. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I re- respect Hattie. What about yourself? I, I reckon I could put away five or six, and then that's that's me done. But I, I tend to get into wine territory at that point in time, so it's best to stop. Can I? Can I just? Um, I feel I'm feeling a little bit open and honest. I'm in a room full of friends, you know. This is concerning. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, have I, to. I need. I'm I need. Have to stop I need. Button. I need to get this off my chest now. That. But prior to Norg, I will always have one beer prior. <laughs> Before, before starting the run. Before starting, not at the course, but at home, I will have a beer. It is tradition in the Stewart household, and I will sink one beer light, a light beer, of course, because I'm driving. You know, Plan B. All do you, that sort do of you tend to pop like a shot electrolyte tablet in that beer? Or? <laughs> no, no, I just let the beer do the talking. Mm. I have no problem with that. That's fine. It's a lot of sugar in beer, like yeah. It's it's preparing. It's going to be your own drink. It's not all bad. Yeah, you're getting you're getting fluid. 
<laughs> sugar. It's made sugar. mostly from water, so I'm happy with that. And your inhibitions have dropped significantly, <laughs> so it's okay not to wear shy shorts. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Let's get to our beer rating. Uh, so on the Rogers, so the Rogers, I'm going to give the Stone and Wood scale a eight stars on the Stone and Wood scale. Eight stones. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Met with a bit of silence there, Matt. No, no, no. no. I think I'd, I'd, I'd be close to that. I reckon it's a, it's a ripper. I reckon seven and a half. Mid-strength beer. How many points can it get? Yeah. Oh, look, I'm, I'm actually a solid eight. Yeah. I just wanted to put shit on you, Matt. You actually don't mind it. <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah, it's good. You're an arsehole. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've covered our beers. Let's talk about back to running. Oh, yeah. 20... So 2018. So you've you've got UTA coming up in is it three months UTA? UTA on uh, in the middle of middle of May, and um, so yeah, that's that's my personal premier event for for uh, my my goals in the year. I've missed out on six foot this year as we've discussed earlier, but um, I've found that I've enjoyed training and watching everybody train hard and 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 try to try to hang on to that so it's i find it's building a very good base for me for uta and um i've definitely got some unfinished business that i need to uh get get the monkey off the back on this year what's uh what what does the monkey look like what's the unfinished business um it's a race that i love and I, i like the uh the terrain that it uh that it crosses i love the views uh, it's a it's a well run event, but um, I just cannot put a good day together. <laughs> I definitely go out too hard, and I don't I, I I haven't not yet finished happily in one race. And, and what does a what does a good day look like, numbers wise? What uh, what are you aiming for? Oh look, I've, I've set some fairly unobtainable goals for myself. <laughs> <laughs> But I think a real, realistic goal, I'm not going to be one of these guys who's shy about putting numbers out there, um, I, I will be fishing for a 6.15 this year, oh. which is only a 45-minute poo <laughs> Mate, that'll, that'll be superb. And I reckon you've got the uh, the legs to do it, the way you've been training. Have you been doing anything different training-wise so far this year? Uh, not different, but probably just been trying to be a little bit smarter with the training and... Um, Doing doing a lot more hiking up up some hills and um, before trying to I always seem to try to run them and and end up hurt hurting myself emotionally. <laughs> so um, and I've just just laid a, a for myself a solid base of sort of 60 65k weeks um, on top of each other and it's now I'm now sort of in the seventh seventh week of those kind of k's. Solid base. So, how many UTA fifties have you done? So I've done I've done three. One, the first one was when it was uh, the old North Face fifty. I did that together with Johnny Mac, and um, we finished that in a solid seven hours twenty. And then since then, I've put two, for two two more races um, out there, and just just a tick a tickle under seven hours, six fifty eights, and things like that. And um, yeah, ne- never, never really been happy with the day I've had. So 
Yeah, I want to change that this year. I'm really setting setting my mind to having a really good race. What are we going to do to get Johnny Mac out of retirement? He oh, needs a lot of motivational speaking. <laughs> can, you, can you see it happening? Well, well, I did. I did manage to get him out. I got him out, and we did an adventure race the other day. Yeah, so we did an adventure race this week, and. Um, it was up at Cam's Wharf. We did absolutely zero training. I haven't been in, in the area before, and it was quite quite difficult to know the tracks and the court and, and read them. We had to spend a lot of time orienteering and reading the map. It wasn't like our previous events we've done, where it was much more defined. But, um, yeah, got Johnny Mack out there. He had a great day. What's the name of the race, just quickly? Um... It was a maximum adventure race. And it's uh, a Paddy Palin adventure race. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, just an adventure race. So that's uh, mountain biking, running, and kayaking all teamed up with orienteering and collecting checkpoints. So. Cool. Enough said. So let's just assume you you crack your six fifteen for UTA fifty this year. What what's on the second half of the year? So second half of the year, of uh, we've booked in Bright Four Peaks. I hope to um, hope to make it Four Peaks this this year. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Three Peaks was uh, a bad taste in the mouth. Yeah, well, I really wanted a shirt and a hat, and I just can't wear it after only completing three of the four days. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that that's on the agenda. No, no other big races at the moment. Um, we'll just have to watch this space. Castle Classic. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just one of those one of those races that um, it's a course that we train on, and I think that I have more fun training on that course than I do racing on the course. So, yeah, probably give that one a miss this year. Makes a lot of sense. If we went into um, the hot lap for Hattie Hattie's hot lap, so we've got. What we're going to do for, for this segment is we do judges' 400-metre time and we ask questions basically for that time period. So we fire questions, or Hattie's going to fire questions at him for that time. So first of all, we have to ascertain, Judge, what, what do you think you're going around the track in? Well, in the interest of uh, shortening Hattie's uh, questionnaire time, Alf, I'm pretty, pretty bloody fast. <laughs> Well, as it happens, I've just pulled up your Strava record, and you're going around the track in a minute 25, so we've got a minute 25 worth of questions. All right, let's go. Rock and roll. All right, are you going to fire them away? I'll, yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. I'll watch the clock. You ready? And we're off. So at a minute 25 for 400, I'm assuming you don't do a lot of track work? No, I do zero track work. I hate it. Good. Uh, shy shorts or no shy shorts? Shy shorts, but I'm on the uh, I'm on the fence now. Do you, do you still sport a pair of board shorts while running? I like to bring the board shorts out for the premiere events. <laughs> What's your uh, your favourite distance to race? It's a creamy fifty kilometres. Is it true you're scared of an eleven k race? Eleven k's? Well, there's been a lot of elevens today, so no. <laughs> Uh, we've talked about your favourite beer what's your favourite food to accompany said to his new can I do like Doritos delightful 
prior to a long training run on a Sunday, how much sleep do you think you get? Uh, a solid five hours. <laughs> and what's stopping you from getting, let's say, six, seven, or eight, or a normal person's sleep time? Uh, watching rubbish romantic comedies with my wife. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> to go, to go. You've run, you run, you run out. You've run out of questions. You've run out of questions. Oh, okay. yeah, that was about 12 questions. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll promise to run faster next time oh. <laughs> for my 400. Let's make it a Hattie's hot laps for a 200 meter. Fuck, I tried too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping things up, any uh, have you got any books or movies that you'd uh, like to recommend to our listeners? Well, I, I do not like to read. Um, I'm, I've never been a big reader, but uh, I've I've just been given a, a book by uh, I think Pete Pete Hammer had given me a, a book called How Much Do I Want or How Much uh, Do You Want uh, It? Matt, how bad? Matt, or Matt how bad do you want? How bad do you want it? Yeah. So I've, I'm I'm about a third of the way through that and um and enjoying it. So yeah, it's it's it, it poses some very good questions on how bad we might want and and what what your body would go through and yeah, I, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. Great book, great read. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was a, a recommendation from, from you, Hattie. That could be our first book review, I think. Yeah, that was... Uh, are, we, are we delving into that territory? Or? That was... Yeah, not on this episode. <laughs> uh, great book. Um, movies? Any docos, movie, running movies or docos that you'd recommend? No, I, I, I haven't really got... I haven't got there yet. I haven't seen a lot of running movies or, or docos. So, um, yeah, looking for some suggestions. Paddy, you got any anything you recommend? Documentaries wise, uh, I, I, I like the the Western States doco with Anton Kaprizka and Killian Jornet. Um, Is that Unbreakable? Unbreakable. Yep, that's the one. Well, one has just come to mind: the uh, the Barclay Marathons. Yeah, I had a really good laugh watching that. I really enjoyed it and enjoyed the uh, sick sense of humour of the organizer. That's yeah. Does that sound like your kind of race? Jane? Absolutely not. No, no, <laughs> it's a neither. spectator event. That one. Me neither. Yeah. No. Best best watched on <laughs> on on TV. I'm uh, plugging Netflix. Is it on? <clears throat> it's on Netflix. Yeah. Get on Netflix and. While you're drinking your stone <laughs> wood, wood of yeah. yeah, in your ASIC shoes. Um, and I watched a doco recently breaking two have you guys seen that about the nike project breaking the two-hour marathon it's uh national geographic made a 55 minute version of it do yourself a favor that's pretty cool watching that seeing that unfold that was that was really good um anything you guys want to chuck in before we wind it up Uh, i i'd just quickly like to uh thank the judge for uh, for being my, my wingman over at um, the CCC race last year, I guess. Didn't get too much chance to chat about it, but yeah, he was my uh, support crew for uh, race over in Europe last year and just a, a superb job. The, the best wingman duties you could ever hope to uh, hope to, to, to perform, I guess. So yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure. It was a, a, a very... Very uh, seamless sort of a day, both in organisational and uh, and watching yourself get over the line in a very handy time, and um, 
Jeez, who who wouldn't pass up a pass up a week over in uh, Chamonix, hanging out in the mountains and having a good time and talking about running? What else? What, what else is there? That's what we're here for, I guess. So yep. yeah, enjoyed it and glad. Actually, it was great to and inspirational watching you have such a good day. Thanks, mate. Wow. I'm emotional. <laughs> Matt, Matt, can you leave the room, please? <laughs> I'll just turn the lights so, as I leave. That's a nice wrap-up, boys. Quality session. Great to have you around. Thanks for coming over. Um, catch you on the trails shortly. See ya. Yeah.